Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Fed Up Podcast. This is your host, Teresa M. Coming from the shy on the south side. So no matter if you're poor, rich, black, white, saint, or sinner, it's time to tell it like it is with no filter. So get comfortable. It's time to talk life. Bringing you the number one station to get you in the mood to make yourself right. Good morning. Good morning, you guys. Happy Monday. We're like hungover Monday or just had Monday from the busy holiday weekend. It's okay, though. We getting it right. Getting that holiday money. (laughs) But on to a serious note, we are talking about COVID-19 today because it is so irritating. I know if it's irritating me, it's irritating you. So because of that, I made a nice poem and I made a little brief writing about COVID. If you all would like to hear it, I will be reciting right now. Okay, the name is COVID-19, a pandemic of an foreseen reality. For those who don't know what foreseen is, it's predictable. So COVID-19 was a predictable reality that we should have expected. Okay, so now I'm about to recite this poem. So tune in. A world once welcoming with open arms is now a place masked with fear. Being told to remain calm when it's more than a virus here. Segregated battles, idolizing greed, anger, evil, and hate. A fight to determine the falsehood of what makes America great. Enough with all the bogus debates. It's time to relinquish that inner fate. The legacy of us all are at stake. So no, I just don't want a piece. I need the whole cake. Focus on what's been genetically in you. Those distractions are only man-made. So where do I start with this COVID-19? Should we start from the beginning? I think we should start from the the beginning of it. It was a nice and normal day in society. People were working. Kids were going to school. Everything was fine. And then suddenly we were getting sick and we didn't know what the hell it was. Like, dang, this is not a regular cold. I'm like... Okay, whatever. I still went to work holding my breath, holding the coughs because they said if we cough, we get gets to go home. So I'm not going to lie. I was those people who went to work regardless. But I was in public service. So I had to do what I had to do. And I had my kids. So I had to pay the bill some way. I wasn't getting funded. Nobody knew how serious it was then. But now we two years later. We're still in the same predicament. Congratulations, we passed nothing. We're still here in the pandemic. The only thing that has helped has been vaccines. So I believe they have been helping, hopefully. But hey, I am no politic, so don't come politicking on this podcast. But anywho, I'm going to speak good on my government. They, They had discovered these vaccines and I'm feel, feeling real good about them. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so luckily it hasn't caused any too much. Well, it hasn't caused too much. I don't, I, to be honest, I don't even know. 
we not even gonna get skip skip talking about this damn virus. So before the virus, <clears throat> excuse me, before the virus, what was life like? How did we live? Weren't we taking advantage of life? Hell yes, we were. We ain't think that we was gonna have to watch our kids for months at a time. They wasn't gonna be in school at all or we didn't think that we can get sick even when we washing our hands and wearing masks. We never knew, some of us knew, but we never knew that this pandemic was going to take hold. So despite all the conspiracies, the agree to disagrees, the media frenzies, there is still a pandemic that hasn't gone away. That's the main discussion. And whether the belief is deadly or fake, it still has caused minor and major household problems, as well as solutions. Some people have been making a lot of money during this time. And say you make a lot of money during times when people are needy and sick. So whoever doing making their money, make your money. But the majority of people are living in a world of confusion and worry. Like people have gone back to work now. A lot of people or some people, well, a few people resigned because they noticed that their jobs were mistreating them. They didn't see them as people, which that's the normal thing in jobs. They don't look at you as people. So I'm confused why people are striking for better treatment at work, especially mediocre jobs, like factory jobs. You're walking out, yeah, but what you expect? You are here to do one thing and that's to make that company money. So before you boo-hoo to them, See what your skill set is and create your business plan to get out of that job you so-called complaining about. Okay. Okay. So we don't need no butthurt people listening to this this um, podcast. We don't need no one saying, yeah, I don't, I'm an anti-vaxxer because I don't believe this is real and all this. Well, th- this shit is fucking real. Excuse my French, but I'm tired of this shit. Because because I have gotten it. I was working in the whole county jail. I seen a lot that I'm not going to talk about. Because I don't know what the government does. But I'm just going to mind my business. But it was it, it's real, sweeties. So letting y'all know. Even though you didn't catch it. During your vacations and a lot of low class trips. Because you know, fares were low during COVID. So... Hope you all enjoyed your stays and your vacates. But the shit's still real. And most of those people only have kids. So the people who have kids, we know this stuff is very real. And we just need to get get away from it. But how? What are we doing wrong? Because it's here for a reason. It's, no man-made drug is stopping this right now. That's what we should notice. Even if it's alleviating pains or making the, excuse me, the making the symptoms less severe, it's still here and it's still deadly. So what are we doing wrong? I know what we're doing wrong. We have the wrong structure. Our government has failed. 
we are not together as one. It's supposed to be one nation under God. Why isn't it? Why are we div divided? Especially with this race shit. How long is this going to go? I don't hate white people. White people shouldn't hate me. And now Mexicans, I've been experiencing racism from Mexicans even. Chinese, I'm like, what? Come on now. <laughs> this all that media frenzy BS. But anywho, back to COVID. This is here for a reason. And it's because we have been lacking. Lacking on togetherness. And we need to fix that ASAP if we're going to get rid of this pandemic. Because it's going to be a bigger and worse one coming in the future if we don't learn from this mistake. So, I made up a, a could-be land for us. A could-be, would-be, should-be land. Our, in our past history, a lot of this stuff took place. But it wasn't perfect. So, I'm just going to break down the land. Okay? So, once upon a time, there was a nation called the Land of the Free. It's supposed to be United States. Everyone lived life without mask. Smiling was a trend. And face-to-face -face conversations was the number one way to network. Almost everyone owned a business and traded goods with one another. They were gunder, governed under a system that ensured proper health care, low-cost education, hallelujah, and fair taxes. To deter crime, the land of the free had citizen patrols. The patrols acted as neighborhood police to keep their streets safe. Children played outside, young adults went to college, and daughters married before childbirth. A life of structure and peace. Citizens took advantage of their skills, and everyone is rewarded based on their charitable contributions, if applicable. That's the people who had the money. If you had no money, you couldn't give to charity. Okay, children are raised at home until school age. It's about three or four. They were given scholarships, opportunities for both high school and college prior to eighth grade graduation. To help le the less fortunate working class citizens, there were resource centers on almost every block providing help with mental health, employment, education, and financial literacy. Everyone kept their business to themselves, and they lived happily never after. <laughs> it sounds so beautiful, right? Well, unfortunately, we don't have that type of lifestyle. That lifestyle is not us. We are in a situation where we are consumers. We just buy, 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 instead of worry about our health. Instead of worry about our finances, instead of worry about those neighbors that are around us. That's the main thing. The neighbors. We do not care for our neighbors. We are silent. It's just silent communication. And that has changed a lot because when I was little, back in my day, even though I'm not that, that far from my day, <laughs> but people were watching out for people's kids people's households everything was cool I didn't even know it was violence back in the day and I'm from Chicago and it's, it was violent in the 90s worse than today so 
that just shows you how much a neighborhood patrol really is effective. But anywho, back to the main setup. COVID is basically a wake-up call. It's a call to overcome these obstacles that society has faced and do what's best to make this future that we have coming a welcoming stay. That's all we need to do because we are currently in a society that is uh, living a life of individualism, materialism, racism, anarchism, and activism. Individualism is more worry about yourself, what you got going on, not thinking about nobody else's concerns. Only you can help you and not stay wrong. Like, yeah, you can choose your health first. Choose you first. I hate that saying. Choose you first. How are you supposed to choose you first when you need somebody to help you? Everybody needs somebody. Remember that. So you ain't doing it by yourself. People claim they're doing it by themselves. Aren't you using a computer? Aren't you talking to people? Aren't you reading? It's, it can go on. So you're not individualistic. Sad to say, Sad to tell you. No independence. Okay, materialism, those who are obsessed with things they don't even make, but they put it on their 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 bodies and say, yeah, this is me. I love this. Gucci, Louis, cars, clothes, you know, anything, anything that's not you, that's not a physical, breathable item. It's materialism, well, that you obsessed over this materialism. Ra racism. That's a very structured system based off our skin colors, put us in categories and say, okay, somebody's superior over the other race. Wow, we're all human. We're all the same race. And in reality, from Jane Elliott, the black woman has created a lot of, well, every race, but I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying, um, Everybody's the same. Anarchism. These are those, for example, the capital rioters who do not like what the federal government is doing right now. And I don't, I don't shame them. I don't look at them as racist. I don't see them as a bad people. It's just, I'm wondering, like, why are they so riled up with these laws that's going on? And a lot of this stuff I don't even know about. So I'm going to take a deeper dive into the governmental laws to see what's going on with all this anarchy and those January 6th riots. Because it's something that we should look at instead of saying, oh, those girls were rednecks and they were racist. They're just trying to overthrow the government to get rid of all the niggers and whatever. I'm looking at it in a deeper perspective because these people, whoever did this stuff, they were judges, policemen, firefighters, you name it, politicians. If they had the balls to go to the Capitol and risk their lives to overthrow the government, that should tell you a lot that something is wrong with our nation and it needs to drastically change before we take things into the wrong hands. Okay? So don't judge those Capitol Six writers. Look deeper into what's going on in, in the White House, okay? 
we all need to do that because I'm not going to even try to stereotype. I used to stereotype, but as I'm growing more wisdom and seeing more unfair treatment from uh, from this pandemic, especially, it makes me look, look a little closer to something that I don't know about. And we have the activism, those who are fighting for equal rights, fighting for what is right. But what exactly is right? Have you read your laws? What are you fighting for? And make sure what you're fighting for can be fought and won. Because a lot of these were, these laws that you that you don't like, they just set in stone. It is what it is. So just make focus on you. Because a lot of this activism and these protests has turned cold. There's people in these protests who are meant to overthrow these protests and distract them and make them look bad. So that way of that strategy of trying to get things right has gone has fallen short for a lot of years because a peaceful protest turned violent quick and you don't know why if you don't know well, we need to figure out another way to protest okay this path we are on is only a facet you know it's just fake we don't know what to expect in the future we're trying to demand stuff, demand stuff from the government, the higher ups. When we have to look more at ourselves and, the, and love our neighbors and be more involved in our communities before we try to go to the, the Supreme Court and say what's wrong. Talk to your neighborhood officials first. Anywho, these personal hopes and likings that we have are only placing us further from the truth. The truth is, this world is not ours, so we must treat it as such instead of just putting a man-made price tag on it. Cause Mother Nature will always win in the end. You know, like it, it blows me that as soon as the pandemic hit, like they said it was serious. Well, first they didn't say it was serious, don't worry. Then they said it was serious. Then everybody just paranoid. Oh my God, oh my God. They put a mask on, get some Tylenols. You didn't see no medicine on the, on the um, shelves. And then months, a couple months, a few months later, after summer and some, they was like, hey, it's not as bad. I remember the day that they, they uh, didn't mandate masks no more in Chicago. I, I went to um, Walgreens to get some masks because I needed still I needed masks to go to the restaurant and they didn't let us in unless we had masks so I went to the I went to Walgreens and then the cashier was like you know you don't need this no more I'm like you're gonna say that differently later because I still just because it was announced by a person that it's over and it wasn't even scientists that announced it it was the mayor I don't got no problem against her because I don't know the lady anywho I'm like, that don't mean the mother nature done with what it's doing. Look at this. And now look at us. We are back at square one. Because everybody was racing and they had to vacation. They had to not wear masks because they don't want to listen to what the government has to say. Because, hey, it does be a lot of fake news. But, you know, the majority of, if you look around you and you see something. If you see people sick as hell, 
why you just don't think let me just put a mask on or maybe it's in a certain areas i don't know i'm not judging these people you know so let's just race to this new life that we trying to trying to uh deal with after covid okay instead of figuring out the past but we have raced to a new life too early in this pandemic just because a little money losses you know in the gdp got to keep the american gdp up the gross domestic products we're number one in the world china's number two and i think india's number three it may have changed it's like a fight for the top spot yeah so it's it saddens me that we show well the nation shows the materialistic obsessions like games being played with national games and vacations cruises everything that you know everything that consumers buy it was like a race to get everybody back to it because they were losing so much money so it's like you know what got these vaccines put your mask on practice social distancing we're gonna start society back we can't keep paying you people so we're just gonna you know restart it even though the pandemic's not over look i could go deeper into this conversation but i am not because i don't have that big platform yet i'll do that more so when i get a little more up because <laughs> that's a conspiracy of the decade COVID 19. but yeah america's structure has changed shallowly yet drastically for the last 245 years that's when from when um, America's independence in 1776 to now, there has been changes in laws, continuous wars for capital gain, growing debt ceiling, and political unrest. A nation trying to find control over its liberty in an opinionated society. You know, how are we going to be one nation when there's so many opinions but not enough truth? When is somebody that's going to step up and talk truth? Other than podcasters and stuff, you know? What about the big people? Or can they speak truth? Do, do, do. Who knows? That's a mystery. We're going to figure it out one day. <laughs> but yeah, since, since America was named America. And beyond that, it's just been chaos and division. Chaos and division. We was... America was born off the backs of many, of many who were not treated fairly. And it's like we're getting our karma back. America's getting the karma back from all the mistreatments, but it still shows its greed is the number one thing. They don't care about all this death, all the COVID deaths and all the cancer deaths and whatnot. Worry about consumerism and capitalism. So remember that. Don't be booty hurt. Got that word from my fiance. Don't be booty hurt because things ain't going right in your life and blame the government. If you don't like it, leave the country. Pay your debts later. You still can leave. Make sure you get no felonies. Get a passport before you get a felony. <laughs> and you should be okay. Go your way. Explore the world because the world is yours. Even though it's technically not, but it's still yours to travel, okay? Yeah, ever since America was born America, 
we have been just a ruckus of nonsense. It's been more bad than good, but it's been strong still. Our structure is very strong. I must admit, our economy is beautiful, but it's just, it was made wrongly. So we're just getting a, getting a bad from that, in my opinion. If a country can become divided over what's fact or fiction, fiction during a pandemic that has caused over 815,000 deaths, come on, Houston, we have a serious problem. Like, what the hell? Even nurses and doctors are saying, like, what's going Like, this is crazy. And then there is, it's just too much. I don't know. This is. It's exhausting me talking about it. But the Capitol riots of January 6, 2021 should tell us enough to conclude that the nation is in danger. We live in an era that illustrates division as much as equal opportunities, which is like a very confusing era to live in because you got the freedom of speech, freedom of religion, black lives matter, every life matters. Then we got the fuck black lives, fuck every life and no vaccines and skip this government you'd be like dang i see the good but then the good the way the bad outweighing the good so what's going on but you know citizens are citizens are living in worry because of past due bills growing families because we making a lot of babies being in the house and being in quarantine a lot and if you don't believe me, look at the stores and you will see a shortage of baby stuff. And then, you know, it's just a lot of distrust at work. Distrust at work. Like, we're, I know when before I got laid off, everything was fine before COVID. I was, I was just starting out for my job as a sheriff, enjoying life, getting my nice little schedule. It was a nice one, too. Then boom, COVID got bad. Then I was re relocated. And long story short, the the pandemic just threw my whole thing off. The whole setup. I was in the wrong work work environment. Before the COVID, I was it was a better environment, and, and things just went left right after COVID, and it happened to a lot of us. So you know, the. The American family stability that we have is just being questioned due to all these unwanted layoffs, unfair jobs, and dwindling emergency funds. I I can't even probably write down how many people lost their emergency funds, their savings funds, because of this pandemic. It has hurt businesses, has hurt households. It's her kids, you know, it's, it's more to it than just a vaccine and a virus. You know, but despite the chaos the pandemic has caused, all of us are responsible for cleaning up its mess, even though, you know, we quote unquote didn't start it. But we have to clean up its mess individually and together, even if that means starting over in a life of uncertainty. We're Hey, we at square one. We we haven't had this square one ever. Well, it's a select few that has this, has something worse, you know, with the silver unrest from 
from um, the 60s, 50s, 70s, 80s, Vietnam War and stuff, what you call it. But this is the first setup other than the 9-11 attacks it has changed our perspectives. So it's time to take that mask off. Not literally, but take that mask off your minds and realize this pandemic has caused everyone to live out their comfort levels. It has not been an easy journey, but it's time to reflect on our personal survivals rather than gloating and saying that COVID doesn't exist and I survived it and woo-woo here and there. Woo-woo is a Chicago term, so you might hear me say that a couple times in my podcast. It's a little term when you want to say more, but keep it short saying woo-woo. Okay. <laughs> you know, but whether it's COVID, cancer, the flu, etc., these diseases are still killing the healthy, weak, rich, and poor. It don't matter. We are still dying from early, prematurely we're dying. And it's a problem. Violence, any, all that. It's a lot of deaths that we need to pay attention to and realize that it's more than COVID out here. Okay? There's no time to point fingers and blame a certain group or thing. Like the unvaccinated for doing this. It's ridiculous. It pissed me off seeing the whole White House give out a, a statement saying, unvaccinated, you gonna die, basically. That was so ghetto. I'm like, what type of, you, you showing you against us. Anybody who's unvaccinated, you showing you against the whole American people. That, you just making more division. How, well, how are you representing America like that? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I liked y'all at first, but that's just ghetto. I bet I bet Kamala wrote that. <laughs> She's acting like somebody mama somebody. Okay, y'all wanna play and not get vaccinated. Y'all gonna die. But that's not the way. That's not the way, Kamala. But you know, instead, you know, we should look ourselves in the mirror and wonder what has been done to bring such comfortability to life's unpredictable state. Why are we so comfortable with this BS? Why are we so comfortable in our zone like nothing can happen? We always must stay ten toes down and be prepared for the worst. Okay, let's get a scenario right now. Say if like a huge volcano just exploded and everything, the electronics, everything go off. You know, everything just sit down. What do you have in your house to prepare you for this? Do you have a flashlight? Do you have a limited amount of batteries? Do you have a lot of canned goods? Do you have a shelter out in the backyard? Do you have seeds to grow vegetables? Do you have food that doesn't need growing just in case you can't grow vegetables? Do you have certain things, it's a list of things you need to survive alone for the even just a couple weeks? Do you have enough to survive a day? No, a lot of us do not. And it's scary. I think about it a lot. I start thinking about it more by being in law enforcement and how they say you must prepare yourself for the worst. I was like, dang, I'm, I don't have no backyard for, for vegetable growing. I don't have... Um, emergency batteries and I don't got too much first aid kit but let me figure my life out I only got perishable items perishable food you know I'm like dang I ain't gonna survive I don't have no blanket in my car blankets 
don't, short story, I'm not prepared. And I know a lot of you all aren't. So we just have saturated ourselves with fake news, settled living, and stereotypical behaviors that have only presented more ignorance and anger. Forgetting about the little necessities of life will only lead us to an inevitable cycle of panic and confusion. For those who don't know what inevitable is, that means it's bound to happen. It will happen and it's going to continue to happen. So yeah, people, it's COVID-19 has been on my mind. And so to beat this false comfort we have during this pandemic, what will we do? What will you do to improve your social habits? And just think about it. What will you do? Will you just wash your hands? Will you get out of people's faces? Stay six feet away from them. Do not find it necessary to party all the time. You can sit your ass down and just educate yourself and get a better living for yourself, okay? So we, we will conclude the show here. It was nice talking to you all. I hope you all have a great Monday. Madness Mondays. Check out my Instagram at the food blogger. T-H-E-F-U-B-L-O-G-G-R. Check out my website, HTTPS. Semicolon slash slash thefedupblogger.com. And the rest of my social media is at the food blogger. T-H-E-F-U-B-L-O-G-G-E-R. Remember that, y'all. Okay? Please help a sister out. Thank you for joining me. And uh, have a great day. Happy holidays. New Year's coming up. So be prepared. Talk to y'all later. Peace.